Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us on Zoom or in the building Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. For the Zoom link, please contact tikvatdirector at gmail.com or contact us on our website, tikvatisrael.com. There you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. All right, today I want to talk to you about five ways helping others can benefit you. Now, one of the greatest characteristics of the Jewish life is the act of helping others. In fact, it is both a tradition and a commandment from the Jewish scriptures. Sadaka is the Hebrew word for philanthropy and charity. And interestingly enough, sadaka, the word, is derived from the word for justice. So justice equals philanthropy and charity and giving. According to Jewish tradition, the world is an imperfect place, and it is up to the Jewish people to do something towards altering that situation. It is a Jewish responsibility to try and create tikkun olam, which means repairing the world. You know, as followers of Yeshua, we don't have to look very far to see the greatest example of all of what it means to help and serve others. Yeshua's entire life, although brief here on earth, exemplified the act of helping others when he touched and healed the sick, when he got on his knees and washed the disciples' feet, and when he ultimately laid down his life to give all a hope and a future for every one of us. Since much of Yeshua's life and ministry was dedicated to serving and helping others, it only makes sense that these characteristics would also be an important part of our lives. So today I'm going to show you five ways that giving and helping others benefits you, the giver. And the number one way that it benefits you is where you spend your money affects your happiness. Where you spend your money affects your happiness. Back in the 1960s, the Beatles recorded a song called Can't Buy Me Love. Now, while it may be true that money can't buy you love, did you know that money can buy you happiness? Yes, did he say that right? And you're probably wondering and shaking your head, just like, where did you get that from? But just stay with me a minute here. It turns out that money does buy you happiness when you spend it on others. There was a study done a few years back by the University of British Columbia along with Harvard Business School. So the researchers looked at a nationally representative sample of more than 630 Americans, about 50-50% men and women. And they asked the participants to rate their general happiness, report their annual income, and provide a breakdown of their monthly spending, that is, what did they spend on their bills or utilities? What money did they spend on gifts for themselves, gifts for others, and donations to charity? The results of that study found, regardless of how much income each person made, those who spent money on others reported greater happiness. 
while those who spent more on themselves did not. The study also measured the happiness levels of employees at this firm in Boston before and after they received their profit sharing bonus, which ranged between $3,000 and $8,000, not, not a small sum. What they found in this survey, this second part of the study was what affected the employee's happiness, it turned out, was not so much the size of the bonus, but how they spent it. The employees who devoted more of their bonus to gifts for others or towards charity consistently reported greater benefits than employees who simply spent money on their own needs. And there was a third part of the study. They gave participants in this part either a $5 or a $20 bill and asked them to spend the money between by 5 p.m. that day. Half the participants were instructed to spend the money on themselves, and half were assigned to spend the money on others. It turns out that participants who spent the windfall money on others reported feeling happier at the end of the day than those who spent the money on themselves. So this whole study suggests that even very minor alterations in spending allocations, as little as $5 a day, may be enough to produce real gains in happiness on any given day, said the researchers. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 58, verse 10, as the reference verse here. And it says in Isaiah, it says, if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in the darkness and your gloom will be like midday. You see, God promises you that through your acts of sadaka, that he will literally, literally brighten your day. Literally brighten your day, it says. He will take away your gloom. Whatever your sadness, your depression, your feeling bad, your feeling sorry for yourself, he will take that away and make your gloom seem like the midday sun, bright again. And that comes to mind the words of the Apostle Paul, as he said to the believers in Ephesus before he left that city to go to Jerusalem. In Acts chapter 20, verse 35, he says, In everything I did, I showed you that by this kindness of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the words that Yeshua himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, one a little si a side note there is, it's interesting, he quotes Yeshua himself saying, it is more blessed to give than receive. If you go look in the Gospels, you're not going to find that reference. So, was Paul, Shaul, was he making this stuff up? No. This was actually written before the Gospels. We know from historians, the Gospels were the last books to be, to be written. And they even say in there that this, they only record some of his acts and, and some of his words, he said. So it was literally a tradition or well-known in Israel at that time and in the, the Roman world that these are words that Yeshua did say. It is more blessed to give than to receive. More blessed to give. So the Greek word here for being blessed is makarios, M-A-K. 
K-A-R-I-O-S, Makarios. Makarios literally means happiness. So you get more happiness from giving stuff than getting stuff, literally. God is going to be, you're going to be more blessed. You're going to be more happy than giving than receiving. It brings you happiness. That's the number one benefit of giving. Number two, serving others helps your health. Serving others, helping others helps your health. Another study, this time by the University of California at, Ber at Berkeley, found that elderly people who volunteered for two or more organizations were 44% less likely over a five-year health period to die than those who didn't volunteer. 44% less likely to die over a five-year period than those who did not do any volunteering. And another study by Johns Hopkins University found that people who provided social support to others had actually lower blood pressure than those who didn't. This suggests that helping others in both these studies had a direct physiological benefit as well as a psychological benefit. Giving, helping is good for your health. Hebrews 13, verse 16 tells us, says, do not neglect doing good and sharing, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. God is well pleased with giving. A life of caring and service does not go unnoticed by him. Having God's blessing, having God's favor brings joy to our heart. And joy in our heart makes good like a medicine. You all familiar with that verse from Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22? Merry heart maketh good like a medicine. That's the best prescription you can have. And by the way, unlike a lot of prescriptions, there's no side effects, no negative side effects to this one. You start to see the pattern. Giving gives you happiness. Happiness provides good health. Boom, boom, boom. See how the blessings flow. In Romans chapter 12, verse 13, it says, share what you have with God's people and practice hospitality. When we show love and compassion and generosity towards others, what we're really doing is two things. We're practicing the same love, compassion, and generosity that God showed to us. And number two, we're demonstrating one of the primary messages of the gospel, which is to help and serve others. You're drawing people to the Lord. You're drawing them in by your acts of kindness, your acts of giving, which brings me to my next point. Number three, helping others brings us closer together. When we serve others, it not only helps others but feel closer to us, but helps us feel closer to them. Being kind and generous leads you to perceive others more positively and charitably. It gives us positive thoughts. It draws us together. It helps our relationships. Acts 4, verse 32 
It says, now the whole group of those who believed was in, one in heart and mind. No one would say anything he owed was his own, but they had everything in common. Now, does that mean that the first followers of Yeshua were a bunch of communists? No. First of all, they shared willingly. It was not forced upon them. And since God is the giver of all gifts, we need to realize that our possessions are really not our own and that we're merely just caretakers here of stuff. We're caretakers of God's provisions to us. It means, you know, you get a new coat. It's like, oh, I got this extra coat. Share it with somebody. You know, you don't need this extra coat. Bless somebody with it. You know, if you got somebody needs their lawnmower brakes, here, go use mine. It's, it's taking care of people. It's not, it's really not that hard to do. It's, it's sharing abundance. You know, in the, especially about... Uh, Last year, about this time, remember when people are hoarding toilet paper and sanitizer and these things? It's like, hey, I got to go to Costco and they had plenty of toilet paper. Here, have some. And those days are like, oh, bless you, bless you. <laughs> you know, so these little, little things, little acts of kindness can really make a difference. We as believers should be of similar heart and mind. That is focused on loving and serving the way that Yeshua did. It should be no surprise that when we do help others, it helps bring us together. It helps us grow closer together in fellowship and promotes more love and compassion towards each other. So do you see that Giving is really good for your health and well-being. It's good for your relationships. It's all good. Number four, helping others promotes gratitude in our lives. Whenever we give the gift of helping others or are on the receiving end of that gift, we often experience feelings of gratitude. Let's look at Hebrews, verse 12. Excuse me, chapter 12, verse 28. It says, the writer of Hebrews here says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude. Through this, we may offer worship in a manner pleasing to God with reverence and awe. Can you remember the last time you saw someone giving food to a homeless person? or somebody opening the door for a stranger, or helping up someone who's fallen, what feelings did it elicit? What did you feel like or when you saw people visiting the sick, comforting the sick? Any kind of random acts of kindness. Every day we have a choice that moves us more towards love or moves us more towards fear. When we make the choice of love in the form of helping others, our hearts are usually filled with feelings of gratitude. It only further demonstrates how big of a difference helping others can make in our own lives. Focusing on blessings has emotional 
and in interpersonal benefits to all of us. And number five, giving spreads to others. Yet another study, this time done by the University of San Diego, found that when people give to others, it encourages others to do the same, which multiplies the effect of giving. Giving is contagious. People see you do it. They see the blessings in the person receiving, but even more, they see the blessings in the person giving. And everything be an example by doing what is good. And the greatest example, of course, is Yeshua himself. And he told his Talmudim, his disciples, and I'm quoting in John 13, 15, I have given you an example. You should do for each other what I have done for you. We've seen five ways that blesses you, the giver. It brings you happiness. It's good for your health. It helps bring us closer together, which in times of social distancing is no small feat these days. It promotes gratitude in our lives. We live thankfully. And finally, giving is contagious. You set an example that others want to follow. We're so thankful for all of you for your giving to Tikvot Israel. We are so thankful for your giving to people in need. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. It's because of you that we are able to help others. And it's because of your giving that we are able to serve Adonai, to be a light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles in this world. We love you guys. Shabbat Shalom. I just want to pray. Lord God, we thank you for this community. We thank you for the family that is Tikvat Israel, which means hope for Israel. Lord, we love you and we're thankful that you first loved us. You gave your son, Yeshua, for our redemption. And we thank you for just all of this that we pray, amen.